Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... I actually met my wife on CatholicSingles.com, if you can believe that. Really? And about Yes, I had never done that before. Didn't have any problems with dating. Natalie and Aaron met on CatholicSingles.com after they realized that they needed to find someone who shared their faith. Meet other faithful Catholics on the original Catholic dating site. Download our app today for free. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app slash breadbox. Welcome to Quote Me, a weekly podcast that seeks to encourage, inspire, and lift you up to be all you were created to be. Words are powerful. Recognizing and celebrating the impact they have on our lives can comfort or challenge us, or both at once. I'm your host, Lindsay Schlegel, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I hope we can honor the truth, beauty, and goodness of well-chosen language, and so glorify God. Let's begin. My guest today is Jean Zanetti, who is uh, who owns Winning Mindset, a sport performance mental training program. He has two masters in exercise science and sports psychology and is a cer- certified school psychologist. He was a nationally ranked all Ivy League wrestler at the University of Pennsylvania and had a strong reversion following the 33-day consecration to Jesus through Mary in 2015, um, which makes him an excellent guest for May. I'm so excited to talk about Mary with you. Uh, Thereafter, he founded Spiritual Strength, conducting retreats, presentations, and social media, spreading devotion to the three hearts and fighting against the world, flesh, and the devil. He also is the author of a book, Spiritual Strength, Building the Total Athlete for Christ. He lives with his wife and son, um, and another son, who's going to meet the family soon in New York City. June, thanks. Gene, thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks a lot for having me, Lindsay. So you brought us a quote that I think we've all heard before, but I don't know that I've ever thought about it in a Catholic context, in a Christian context, and especially a context um, that involves our Blessed Mother. So can you share what your quote is with us? Yes. So my dad always told me at a young age, shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll still be among the stars. So to me, that just meant in general, in all areas of life, spirit, mind, body, whether it's my sports career, whether it's school, doesn't really make a difference. It's shooting, aiming high, really reaching for greatness. And that if you do that, you're likely to have a level of success. Yeah, and I think think sometimes we can kind of confuse the idea of humility with with making less of ourselves rather than... um, rather than really letting the focus be on Christ rather than ourselves. You know what I mean? I think we can still be, we can still be people of humility, but still shoot for the moon. Absolutely. And Christ even says to us at the Sermon of the Mount, 
let your light so shine before men. You were the light of the world. So, of course, we're getting that light from Christ, right? Just as we were saying before, with the Blessed Mother, she gets all of her light from Christ. Christ is the sun. She is the moon. Well, it's the same as us. We get our light from Christ. Everything we have is a grace, the gifts from the Holy Spirit. But we're absolutely called to let that shine and give all glory to God. So we could be very, uh, we could aim very high and still be very humble at the same time. So can you tell us a little more about how your you've had a very strong sports career and you've taken that in ways and taken that into ministry. So how did that transition happen for you? I think there's, I mean, I know in my life I've experienced a lot of comparisons and analogies between, you know, running and training for a race and then running it and and the spiritual life and things like that. Um, Can you tell us a little more about how those things connect for you? Sure. So along the lines with um, shooting for the moon, right? Back in, back in high school, me, both my younger brothers, all three, so all three of us were nationally ranked wrestlers, and we were always aiming high for wrestling. We wanted to be state champs. We wanted to be national champs. Um, <laughs> the quote actually, in a certain way, could be directly related to that because none of us attained a state or national championship, but we still were able to um, attain a, you know, a certain level of success, and sure. that's directly because we aimed high. Now, um, I came across the field of sports psychology because, again, my dad and my mom were both very big on self-improvement and motivation. And so I got into sports psychology. It sounded very interesting because maximizing your potential. So how yeah. do I get as much out of myself as, as possible? Going right, right along with my dad's quote, shooting for the moon. So it was super interesting. So I've been doing that for the past 12 years, working with individuals and teams across the country um, from – you know, working with Andy Pettit's baseball team down in Houston, Texas, work with the U.S. Olympic wrestling teams, work with professional athletes and all sports. Um, again, helping them aim high, helping them shoot for the moon. Sure. Now, about five years ago, my brother, Greg, the youngest brother out of the three of us and the best wrestler also started discerning priesthood. And he read the diary of St. Faustina or the, the day after, as we record this, the day after Divine Mercy Sunday. Yeah. Beautiful. And, yeah, so so he started he started thinking about priesthood, and then he did the 33-day consecration to Jesus through Mary, uh, the Father Michael Gately version, 33 mm-hmm. Days to Morning Glory, and that's what really pushed him over the top in terms of applying to seminaries. So yeah. he told me and my other brother, now his t- so he told his two older brothers, you got to do the 33-day consecration. So my brother Jeff and I, who were business partners in Winning Mindset, we did the consecration, totally changed our life. And then we said, okay, well, we're always talking about maximizing potential, right? Mm-hmm. Shooting for the moon. And as I came to, we started asking more about the Catholic faith, really learning how faith and reason go hand in hand and the truth of Catholicism. And we really came across the most important mindset and just life self-improvement discovery of our lives. And that's, there is no way to maximize your potential if you are not solidly rooted in the Catholic church. So Amen. We need we need Christ to be at the center of our lives or right. what are we shooting for, really? Exactly. And even if you look at a pyramid, like so a lot of people say spirit, mind and body, right? Be the total package, spirit, mind and body. But a lot of times people just use that more as like a catchphrase and they're not actually living that. If I looked at it as a as a pyramid with different levels, the spirit would be the foundation, right? Built solidly on Christ, the man who built his house upon a rock right? Then would be the mind, then would be the body in proper order. Mm-hmm. And it, it is we flip that around in our culture a lot. We have a completely backwards. You nailed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, I just had that revelation as you said. I was like, I can see where he's going with this, and he's right. <laughs> we have it the complete opposite direction. We put the we say, oh, it's all about our body looking good, sports success, fitness, and health, which is great. But yeah. it's the crown. It, that's the crown that perishes, right? In St. Paul, you want the crown of unfading glory, and the physical training is of some value, little value. But what about our faith? What about sanctity? What about holiness? So a pyramid's only as high as its base is wide. So our base needs to be solid, that we have to be built solidly on the spirit. So we started a ministry, spiritual strength, where we just basically take the same kind of coaching philosophy that we do with some of the toughest athletes in the world, and we apply that now to the faith. And have you have you come across, like, when you're when you're training people, do you still train, though, in, in a more strictly, I mean, it's your faith is going to be part of everything you do, but some of, is some of your training still more strictly physical and not necessarily explicitly looking for conversion? So or how, like, how do you think those things, I'm thinking like for people who are not sports psychologists and, you know, for the, the, the listeners, how do you incorporate that idea of the spiritual life being your base into everything that you do and to the things that God has called you to do? Right. Well, so explicit. So what we really are is a, is a mindset training company. We help develop mental skills. Okay. Uh, so confidence, relaxing under pressure, mental toughness, things like that. Right. Staying in the present moment because the mental skills, a performance is a performance, whether you're in a championship competition in sports, whether you were taking the SATs or ACTs, job interview, speaking in front of people or saying no to drugs or peer pressure, you, you're, you're on the spot. And you're called to perform. You're called to deliver right now. So how do you deal with pressure, basically? So the way that becomes, the way the, the spiritual strength kind of weaves itself into it is one of the big things with mental toughness is knowing who you are and knowing what you believe. So mm -hmm. look at the great warriors of all time. You look at the U.S. military, the Spartans, the samurai. What they have in common is two, and you could even say the Christian martyrs. They know what they believe and they're willing to die for it. And the mm -hmm. reason why they're able to put it on the line, they're able to put their life on the line, but it's because they know what they believe. So if you wanna have the, the deep down mental toughness, it has to start with what do you believe? And you take that even a step further, it doesn't even matter ultimately what we believe if it's not based on truth. So instead of asking, what do I believe? You start to ask the question, what is truth? Who am I? Why am I here? And those questions, those ultimate questions dictate the rest of your life. And if you're solid there, you're based on, you know, metaphysical truth, you are mentally tough. And when you're right. in a performance, you're going to be successful or much more likely to. Right. Because I was just thinking, well, what if you what if the mindset you have is very is, is strong and very, uh, very firmly established as firmly established as it can be on on a strictly worldly um, physical success, then at some point that is, I mean, it's easy to say from a, a Christian standpoint and not, not someone who's ever competed on a level like that, that that's not going to satisfy you. Um, right. right, exactly. We say we want to use, our whole thing is we use sports as a vehicle to build virtue, right? And that's what, yeah. when Christ says, be perfect as my heavenly father is, as your heavenly father is perfect, it's it's, that's what he's calling us. He's calling for us for a perfection in virtues and eliminating vices. We, we try to help athletes 
look at sports as that vehicle to build virtue, as opposed to just focusing on focusing on being successful in sports, you may be successful in that sport. But look at some of your favorite athletes. They are massively successful, but they're depressed. They're hooked on drugs and they're suicidal. So what good is that? Right. Right. So that's what happens when you that's what happens when you aim for success and not virtue. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that even ties into the reason that we put our kids in the karate classes that they're in was because they were forming virtues and they don't, they don't talk about them from a Catholic or a Christian perspective, but they talk about humility and self-control and courage and confidence. And we, you know, we said, these are all the same things that we're trying to teach our kids too. And we can learn it through this because those are, I think those virtues, I think you're right, are hard to learn just in kind of an intellectual sense. You have to experience them somehow. Right. To know what it really feels like to put them to the test and to really like build those muscles of virtue. Right. And the coach stressing on a re- on repeated basis, regular basis, where it's just, hey, the idea is to build virtue. So these lessons should be applied to school. These lessons should be applied to your future marriage. This should apply to your life, to your career, to everything. That's that's what virtue is. It's across right. the board. It's not just it's not domain specific. Yeah. And it's something you build by practicing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm thinking back to the 33 day consecration. I've done that also. I've I've done it and I've renewed it once or twice. Um, and there's a children's version that my kids did a few years ago. Um, yes. You know that one too, Mary and Consecration for Children. It's fabulous. Yes. Oh, my, my God. My brother, Jeff, has four kids, not the seminary in the middle guy, the one who's my <laughs> partner. <laughs> he has four kids and, and he got that book for them. It's so good. But it's interesting, too, that it's not a prayer that you are that the spiritual master suggests that you should just make on in a moment or in a day. You're supposed to build up to it and you're supposed to build up your understanding mentally, you know, intellectually of who Mary is and what her relationship to Christ is. And spiritually, too, there's, you know, the prayers that you say each day. And it's just it's kind of like a training program, right, to be ready to make that step. And then that step, that step of consecration, as you know, is a game changer. Oh, yeah. Lindsay, right on. You nailed it. I mean, when so when we did the 33 day consecration, me and my brother, Jeff, we realized some of the top teams that we work with in the state and around the country are Catholic schools. So what we did is we tried to bring in some of our Catholic athletes to do the 33 day consecration virtually. This is back in 2015. And the way we appeal to them is exactly as you said. We said it's like a 33-day workout. <laughs> yeah. People love that, right? You're like, oh, 21 days and I'll fit into this better or that better. Or I'll, you know, my skin will be clear or something like that. Or how about a cleaner soul? <laughs> cleaner soul sounds good too, right? It's Exactly. But it's but it's clear cut. There's a, def, there's a definitive end, even though technically there's not because now you're giving your life. But, it's, but it, it ties in, especially Marian consecration ties in exactly with shooting for the moon. Because when, when I read Father Gately's book and I read about St. Louis de Montfort and I read about St. Maximilian Colby, right off the bat, I said, these saints are hardcore. And I remember yeah. as an athlete, the people that I admired were the hardcore athletes, just super mentally tough, super motivated. They were all in. And when I read St. Louis de Montfort, which was the first, I guess, section, the second section, yeah, St. Yeah. Maximilian Colby, I said, man, these guys are, they're embodying that attitude. And that's what all the saints do. They embody that attitude in the spiritual life. So it just got me excited now to, okay, I aimed, I've already spent my life dedicated to being, um, shooting for the moon physically and mentally, but I'm missing the most important part spiritually. So I got to get it in gear. And that's what the 33 day consecration did. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. I've never thought about it. I mean, I thought about, I guess, Christian and Catholic things through um, through that context, like training for various races and stuff and playing some sports not particularly well in high school. But um, but to think of that as a training program, it's I'm about to start it again in a week or so to get ready to, to re-consecrate. So this will definitely be on my mind. Um, so thank you for that personally. And I'm going to have links to, to your book, of course, and to also those books that we talked about in the show notes. Um, so thanks for hanging out, Gene, today. This was fabulous. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. Listeners, as always, to suggest a guest or a quote, follow the show on Instagram, quote me underscore podcast, or connect with me at my website, lindsayschlegel.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review wherever you find your shows, and tell a friend. Until next time, God bless you. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Have you ever been put on the spot and asked to explain or defend Catholic teaching on sensitive topics such as abortion, same-sex marriage, or the Eucharist? What to Say and How to Say It is a straightforward and practical resource by Brandon Vogt, best-selling and award-winning author of Why I Am Catholic and You Should Be Too. He offers essential tools for articulating even the most contentious aspects of your Catholic faith with clarity and confidence. You can get a copy of this important new book at AveMariaPress.com. Use code TALKFAITH to get 25% off your copy today. Looking for exceptional coffee delivered fresh to your door? We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee produce small batch artisan coffee using top tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order, guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, a new line of Catholic themed coffees available at www. Dot grimbeancoffee.com forward slash redboxmedia. Experience coffee like never before.